0: My position on the adaptation of books and comics into movies has changed over time. I've learned that no matter what a power-hungry industry does to move something from the printed page to the silver screen, at least half of the time it's beneficial. And none of the time is necessary. It isn't, never was. That doesn't mean it should never happen. As much as I have railed in the past about the existence of movie adaptations squashing any possibility of the children of this century checking out the books, it's not only stupid and pointless to worry about that. It's incorrect. Percentages would show that no matter what, someone, somewhere, will check out a book. Even if they have seen the movie. Will it happen every time? No. It won't. Will happened happen half the time? No. It won't. That isn't necessary either. I really can't believe this is escaping my lips, but here's something I realized. Reading isn't everything. Reading never was the only thing, and in pretty significant portions of the industry, And history of the earth. It barely existed. Arguments can be made for a great number of reasons why that is, but the most prevalent one is most history, story, and legend that was spoken aloud. The oral tradition. If anyone has ever played the telephone game, engaged in social media, or watched the news on any channel anywhere in the world, they know that things change with who the speaker, writer, listener, viewer, medium, and venue. The stories whirl around. Over time, many people, much more than we could ever hope to imagine, lift a story and hand it around. What happens to that story on its way to you is almost completely unpredictable, mostly because you can never be sure who you are when it reached you, who the person was when they found it, what they wanted to do with it, and why. Every possibility exists, and they aren't all in service of money as much as I would like to believe it. Characters, if well and truly cared for, achieve a span of change and evolution over time, hopefully organically, and in a way that was slightly more legitimate than quote-unquote real people can feel, relate to, to love-to-hate, or sometimes love-loving. Sometimes their own creators feel a vibration in the times, and mold the flesh of their own issue into mutated ciphers that even the ones who have fallen in love with them can't recognize. And other times, it's the relating that causes the changes, which can also be organic, personal, and in service to the story or in a pointedly inorganic, more defiant way, due to new or politically engineered constraints of the culture, or in some cases the rigorous and bloodshot eye of fandom. It is a time of the most intense scrutiny imaginable. And due to that scrutiny, the crosshairs of change can hinge on the smallest of factors, sometimes governed by good intentions, but increasingly by the whim of a panting, sweating organism that had definitely existed since civilization began. But it never wielded the pen in keystrokes, and it sore with a keener blade. Tonight, on a diabolical index, I plan to talk about the fleeting precedent of character, the evolution of icons, and the horrific notion that transmogrifying beloved fictional things can make them all the more real.